Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lukot HaSichas, Chelek Yerbeiz, Parshas Emer, Sicha Beiz. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's parsha we learn the Pasuk of Daber Bnei Yisrael Lamer, Bachaydesh Ashvi Be'echad Lachaydesh, so it's talking about Rosh Hashanah, Yilachem Shabbosin, Zichrein Trua Mikro Kedesh. And we learned the explanation of Rashi on this Pasuk. And there are three parts in the Sikha. The Rebbe will, number one, ask five questions on Rashi. Number two, present the key of what is really bothering Rashi. And number three, based on this, answer all five questions. From the Pasuk in our parasha that talks about Rosh Hashanah and says, Daber b'nei Yisrael, speak to the b'nei Yisrael, Lamer, tell them, Machedesh Ashvi be'echad l'chedesh, on the seventh month, on the first of the month, which is Rosh Hashanah, Yilachem Shabbosin, it should be for you Shabbosin, Zichrin Trua, it should be for you Zichrin Trua. So from that Pasuk, Rashi quotes the words, Zichrin Trua, and Rashi explains, Zichrin, and he continues, Psukei Zichrinis, these are Psukim of Zichrinis, Upsukei Shafris, and Psukim of Shafris, to remember for you that an ayel, a ram, was offered in his place. And there are five questions here. The first question is that the whole Rashi doesn't seem to be necessary because the words zikrin trua are common words and they don't need any explanation. So why is there any explanation of Rashi here at all? We're not getting into what Rashi explains, but the necessity, the need for any explanation at all. When we look at the words zikr and Shrua, they're both common words. Zikrin means to remember. Shrua is the blowing of a shaver. And so why is there any need for an explanation from Rashi? Now, some of Farsham explain that the question Rashi has and that he's answering here is that later in Parshas Pinchas, it says about Rosh Hashanah that it's a Yoim Trua. And so the difficulty is that over here it says that it's a Zichrin Trua. And that's what Rashi is coming to address and explain. And that's why these words require an explanation. However, it's difficult to explain it this way because, and there are two questions here. In addition to the difficulty that if this was indeed Rashi's question, then Rashi should have explained the question because we're not yet familiar with the Pasuk and Parshas Pinchas. We didn't learn it yet. And so if this was Rashi's question, then Rashi would have said, Zichrin Trua, it says Zichrin Trua, over Parshas Pinchas, Namar, Yem Trua. And in Parshas Pinchas, it says Yem Trua. But in addition to that question, there's another difficulty here. And that is that if, if there is a question from a later Pasuk, then Rashi asks it there. Like we explained many times, the way of Rashi is to answer questions that come up while learning this Pasuk, either because what it says in the Pasuk is not clear, not understood, or because there's a question on this Pasuk from an earlier Pasuk that we already learned. However, if the difficulty is from a later Pasuk, then Rashi only will address and answer the question when we get to the later Pasuk. And so if this was Rashi's question, then number one, Rashi would have to write it out. And number two, he wouldn't answer it here. He would answer it later in Parshas Pinchas. The second question is, after we have this first question about why is there any need for any explanation at all, on the other hand, now that Rashi does give us an explanation and we look at it, the question is, how does Rashi know in Pshutei Shal Mikra, that Zichrin Shrua is through saying Psuke Zichrinis Vashafers. Zichrin Shrua sounds like it's just a day to remember the belong of the Shafer, not through saying Psuke Zichrinis and Shafers. The third question is 
when we learn Rashi very simply, it sounds like what Rashi is saying is that from the words Zichr and Shua, we learn two things. From Zichr we learn that there is a tzivu, a command to say psuke zechreinus, and from trua we learn that there is a tzivu, a command to say psuke shefrus. However, the words zichrin and trua sounds like it's one thing, not like two things, because zichrin is connected to the word trua. It's a zichrin, a remembrance of truma. And so the question is, why does Rashi explain that it's two things? The fourth question is. Why does Rashi write the word Zichrin again? Because Rashi quotes the words Zichrin Trua from the Pasuk, and then he writes Zichrin, Psuke Zichrinis, Upsuke Shefars. How come he writes the word Zichrin again? And if for whatever reason he does write the word Zichrin again, then why doesn't he also write the word Trua again? He should write Zichrin, Psuke Zichrinis, Trua, Psuke Shefars. So the question basically is, why does Rashi write Zichrin again? And if for whatever reason he does, then he should also write the word Trua again. And the fifth question is, at the end of Rashi, Rashi explains the reason for saying these Pesukim, that it's Lisker Lechem Akedas Yitzchok Shekarev Tachtav Ayel. And the question is, that it's not the way of Rashi to give the reason for mitzvahs. And the reason is for that is simple, because... When it comes to learning in Derech Hapshat, there's no need for there to be a reason for a mitzvah. Now we're going to move on to present the key of the Sikha. And the key of the Sikha is to understand what it is that's bothering Rashi. And once we understand what's bothering Rashi, then we'll understand why Rashi has to give an explanation and why he gives the explanation that he gives. So the explanation all of this is as follows. The main intent of Rashi isn't to explain the words Zichrin Trua. Because like we said, the translation of these words is known. But rather, Rashi is coming to explain what it means when it says, that these words require an explanation. The reason they require an explanation is because the meaning of the words, is that this is a tzivui tiyidin, that they should have a zichrin trua, that they should remember trua. The Pasuk is not saying this is a day of zichrin trua, something which is just there on its own, but rather it's a command to Yidin. There's a tzivui over here, that the Yidin should remember trua. And so the difficulty over here that Rashi is coming to explain is that the tzivui isn't explained. It just says it should be for you. You should make it a zichrin trua. And the difficulty is how do we make it a zichrin trua? It's not said in the Pasuk. And that's what Rashi is coming to explain to us over here. And because of this difficulty of what does it mean, what is the tzivui, that it should be yilachem zichrin trua, what is this tzivui, that didn't should make it a day of zichrin trua, so therefore Rashi explains that tzivui is psuke shefris. And what he means to say is that it's not a tzivui to just remember zichrin trua, just a zichrin the remembering, but rather it's a tzivui to say psuke shefris. And this explanation, that when it says zichrin trua, it's a tzivui to say psuke shefris, to do something, is hinted to in the meaning of the words zichrin trua themselves. As Rashi himself explained on the Pasuk and the Asaras Adibris of Zohar Esyema Shabbos, where also over there it says Zohar to remember, that Rashi tells us that it means Tenu Lev Lisker Tamid Esyema Shabbos. Put your heart to always remember the day of Shabbos. That if a nice item comes your way, set it aside for Shabbos. Meaning that it's not a tzivui to just remember when it says, but rather it's a remembering that is expressed with a certain action. 
And similarly here, when it says Yilachem Zichrin Trua, when there's a tzivui to remember, it means a remembering that brings to an action. And in our case, the action is the action of saying Psukeshefers. And so this answers part of our second question: How does Rashi know to explain that Zichrin Trua means to say Psuke Zichrinis and Psukeshefers? Now we understand how Rashi knows to explain that it means Psuke Shafers, because there's a tzivui over here. And the tzivui is not explained, and we see from the word zachar, esim Shabbos, in the pasuk by the Aser Sedivris, from Rashi's explanation there, we see that the word zachar means a remembering that's connected to an action. If there's a tzivui for remembering, it's a remembering that's connected to an action. And so too over here, it has to be connected to an action, and the action that there is that's related to trua, to shayfer, is the saying of psuke shayfers. However, we still need to understand why the Torah writes the tzivui of saying Psuke Shaifras with the word zichrin. Even though the word zichrin can mean to remember by doing an action, over here it doesn't really seem to fit to use the word zichrin. The problem with the word zichrin is that the word zichrin makes sense when a person can forget the matter and therefore it requires a warning to remember. And it's because of this that there is a tzivui of zachar same as Shabbos. Since it means to always remember Shabbos even during the week during the rest of the week as well, when a person may forget about it. And similarly, in the request of Yasef to the Sarah Mashkin to remember him, it makes sense that he told him to remember him, that he told him, Ki'im Zechartani, because until the Sarah Mashkin was freed, there was a period of time that passed, and in addition, the change of being a prisoner to being reinstated in his position was a big change that could cause him to forget. So there it makes sense to use the word Zachar to remember However, here there's no need whatsoever for something special to help a person remember, since it's only for one day. It's only one day that it's a zikr and true. It's the day of Rosh Hashanah. And so it should rather say Amiras Shaifras. Actually, say that the command is Yilchem Amiras Shaifras. And in order to answer this question, so Rashi explains that the tzivi of zikr and true comes to also add psuki zikrinus, meaning the word zikrin can mean to remember through saying, and it literally means, the simple meaning is, or the straightforward meaning is, to remember through saying Psuke Shafras. However, because of the difficulty that the word Zichron doesn't seem to fit perfectly, so Rashi says that the word Zichron is being used to teach us about another thing, which is the saying of Psuke Zichronis, that in addition to teaching that there should be a Zichron of Trua through saying Psuke Shafras, it's also teaching us something for itself, which is the saying of Psuke Zichronis. However, it still requires further explanation because zikrin has to be connected to something that's being remembered. And the question is, what are Psuki Zichrin is reminding us about? And therefore Rashi explains, Rashi is telling us over here, not the reason for the mitzvah, he's telling us what's being remembered through the Psuki Zichrin. And so that answers our last question. That Rashi is not telling us the reason for the mitzvah, but rather he's telling us the explanation of what's being remembered. And it comes out according to this, that it's not about the Yidin remembering something, but rather Psuke Shafras accomplishes that it's about Hashem remembering something. It's about Hashem remembering the Akedah Yitzchak. Now we're going to move on to the final part of the Sicha. Rashi writes at the end, after saying Psuke Shafras, so Rashi says, Zichrein, Psuke Zichreinus, Upsuke Shafras, 
And the question is, Rashi should have said it, and only afterwards say, Why does he write, after writing also, even though it relates only to Psukis And the reason is because also the saying of Psukis is to awaken Hashem to the Schoyas of Yidin. And therefore Rashi says, we say, both of them, and that's why Rashi writes, after saying both, and and that's also why Rashi mentions, in the Lisker Lechem, he mentions Ayel. Rashi could have just said, why does he add, he does this in order to emphasize the connection of the Pesukis to Akedis Yitzchak. Because in the Akedis Yitzchak, an ayel was used, it says the word ayel, that from the horn of an ayel we make a shayfer. So Rashi is showing us that there's a connection. Now the question, however, is, what is the basis for this? According to what we learned before, only Pesukis Shayfers still requires an explanation for what it is connected to remembering. And we said it's Lisker Lechem Akedis Yitzchak. What's the explanation for Rashi teaching over here that also Pesukis Shayfers is Lisker Lechem Akedis Yitzchak? So the explanation for this is as follows. We explained earlier, in our third question, that the words Zichrin Trua indicate that the word Zichrin is connected to the word Trua. It's a Zichrin Trua. And so therefore, even though we are now learning that there is a special independent teaching that we learn from the word Zichrin alone, nevertheless, since the word Zichrin is connected to Trua, it's a Zichrin Trua, so it's understood that this independent teaching is also connected to the next word trua, meaning that also in the word trua, which refers to the saying of Psukis Shafris, there is this very same zikrin. And now, based on this, we're going to answer our fourth question. According to this, it's understood why Rashi quotes the word zikrin again in his explanation. We asked, why does Rashi say zikrin trua? He quotes from the Pasuk zikrin trua, and then he writes zikrin psukis zikrinus. Why does Rashi write the word zikrin again? Because Rashi is teaching us that what compels him to say that Zichrin is something for itself, before he says Psuke Zichrinus, he has to explain to us what's the basis for this. So Rashi is teaching us that what compels him to say that Zichrin is something for itself and is not just related to Trua that follows it, like it seems that it's Zichrin of Trua, it's because it says Zichrin and not Amiras. So that's how we learn that it means Psuke Zichrinus. So Rashi tells us Zichrin, that's the word that teaches us. Psukis Whereas the explanation for Psukis Shafris is learned from the simple meaning of the words Zichr and Trua themselves that Rashi quotes at the beginning. And there's no need to repeat either of those words again. And now we're just going to wrap up how to learn the whole Rashi based on what we just said. And Rashi continues. He says, Zichrain, that's what teaches us Psukis And then Rashi continues, Upsukis Shafris, Liska Lachamakeda Sitzlik Shekarav Tachtavail. That since it says Zichr and Shrua, which we said those two words are connected, so it proves that also in Shrua there is the element of Zichrin, this very same Zichrin. And from here it's understood that both the Psukis Zichrinus and the Psukis Shafris are said for the same reason, which is Lisker Lachamakeda Sitzlik Shekarav Tachtavail. So in the word Lisker we see the connection to Zichrinus, and in the word Ayel we see the connection to Shafris. And based on all of this, we have another explanation for why Rashi writes Zichrin Psukis Zichrinus. We asked, why doesn't Rashi write in between? Why doesn't he write Zichrin Psukis Zichrinus and then write Trua Upsukis Shafris? So we explained that that's unnecessary because Rashi already quotes the word 
words, Zichrein Shrua, those are the words that teach us Psukei Shefres on a simple level. It's only Psukei Zichreinus that are not understood. Where do we learn that from? So Rashi says Zichrein to tell us. But based on all of this, we have another explanation. Why he doesn't write Zichrein Psukei Zichreinus Shrua or Psukei Shefres? To emphasize that also the saying of Psukei Shefres is for Zichrein, that Hashem should remember Lachem, Akedas Yitzchak Shekar of Tachtavayel. He says Zichrein, that the word Zichrein is connected to Psukei Zichreinus, Upsukei Shefres. That's what he's hinting to over here. That the Zichrein is connected to both Psukei Zichreinus and Psukei Shefres. Both of them are connected. Lizker Lachem, Akedas Yitzchak Shekar of Tachtavayel.